Hello and welcome to episode 89 of I'm Fine, a chat around the subjects of health, wealth and well-being between myself, Damo, and someone who can do more pull-ups than you, Mark. Hiya. Hiya. You can also hang for a long time by your hands, can't you? Mm. Which I have no idea. I don't know, no idea what the point is of that, apart from, you know, bragger's rights, I guess. I can do it win $100 in American fairs. That's where it all came from. Is it? Yeah, yeah. How, how, do you, how long do you have to hang for? 100 seconds. It sounds easy, doesn't it? It's not. It's it's not for two reasons. One is I can hang for well over 100 seconds. Yeah. But not if someone's got a remote control in their hand that wobbles the Oh, is that what that thing does? Bar. Yeah. Ah, right. And also the bar is bigger than a normal bar, so grips far harder. Ah, okay. And you can't be bothered to go to, uh, well, you probably can't go to America to even no. try, <laughs> try and win that, can you? <laughs> no. I'd probably get thrown out by John Robinette Biden. Who? John Robinette Biden. Again, who? <laughs> Right. I heard you the first time, not deaf. <laughs> the, um, well, the president, yeah. Uh, That's his middle name. Is it? Ooh. Did you see my Insta story about Greta? That was brilliant. Her middle name, yeah, that was excellent. Also, I'd only just realised that Greta's an anagram of great, as in reset, but Thunberg isn't an anagram of reset. Otherwise, that would have been perfect. <laughs> right. If only name had been Greta Setter. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Swedish dog. Thank Greta's <laughs> You really haven't done much today, have you? <laughs> this is the first person you spoke to today. <laughs> so Greta Thun- Thunberg's full name. Yeah. Can you remember it, Mark? <clears throat> Greta Hershey's Adventures of Tintin. <laughs> no, Greta Tintin Eleanor. Eleonora, yeah. Eleonora something. Ernman Thunberg. Yeah. My name is Tintin is your middle name. That's brilliant, it's isn't awesome, it? isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, I lost my place. I'm trying to do this without editing again. Mm-hmm. Find your place quick. <laughs> yeah, we're all work in progress, and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's spoken our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all these madness, <laughs> then our work here is done. You can connect with us via Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, whatever. It won't be called Facebook by next FB, week. Just you watch. FB. Yeah. Is that a fi- they leaked it? Prediction. A prediction. Fucking <laughs> 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 okay, uh, Twitter, YouTube by searching for I'm Fine Cast. And don't forget to subscribe to us and turn on your notifications to make sure you don't miss an episode of us. In this episode, we'll be discussing Mark's most favourite of our body's organic chemicals, dopamine. Mm. El dopa. El dopa, is that Spanish? No, it is part of what's given out is called el dopa. Oh, cool. Uh, so, um, so what's actually happened? Have you read a tweet and now you're an expert? Is that, is that, what, <laughs> is that what's happened? I can't remember. <laughs> you brought it up and I was like, what? All right. Someone swallowed an encyclopedia. So, I think that, that that in my past life, I've part of my addictions have been driven by dopamine, mm. and I think I continue to be driven by dopamine. Right. And when I heard this guy talk, I suddenly realised that it's a bit like the way that that, that we we had this discussion before how at certain stages in your education you're told something yeah. and then when you go on to higher education they go that's just what yeah. we told you because you were young <laughs> right. and then we're going to tell you the truth and then you you find out the whole world's a conspiracy and none yeah, of it's the whole true because we're living in a simulation so <laughs> yeah but so so what i was thinking was that some of the stuff that i've sort of repeated 
sort of ad nauseum is, oh yes, I really chased that dopamine blip and I was like, I did this and this and that gave me a little rush and, you know, and I was chasing the rush to get another one. And then I listened to this guy for two and a quarter hours and suddenly, because he's a scientist. (laughs) Oh, right. One of them. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. How many Um, letters has he got after his name? And he's one of the ones I believe. Bet his middle name isn't Tintin, is it? No. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I just learnt stuff and I just thought... One of the things... I mean, it's not you're not a million miles away from what you've, you've already told me, but it's a slight kind of realignment, isn't it, of, of how it works. I think the realignment to you. is to make it useful. We had a discussion when mm. we stopped doing the pod, and it was like, we don't want to just go down rabbit holes if we can bring something, yeah, the just one thing. Mm. And I think what happened was that the majority of people won't have two and a quarter hours to listen to this <laughs> podcast, won't have the the ability to listen to it two or three times to understand it all. But there's things in there that I think if you know in in the 10 or 12 minutes I'm going to talk will be of benefit. That's what I'm trying to say. I think I'm distilling his right. his expertise. Yeah, just for all your listeners, this won't be a two and a half hour episode. <laughs> so pl- I've got things to do. <laughs> or plagiarism as it's known. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I look forward to hearing all about that, Mark. And you've even bought paperwork yep. to, to read off of. It's small type as well, a couple of pages, small type. That's impressive. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. You all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pillowcases. Here's the thing. Well, not pillowcases. How many pillows do you have? Personal question. Okay. I have two. Two. Do they remain in the same order? Oh God, you're going to tell me something rank, aren't you? That... No, no, no. Okay. It's just it's just, it's um, just occurred to me. Yes, they stay in the same... Well, they they have two positions during the 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. Uh, one when I'm not on them, mm-hmm. and so two... the empty period, <laughs> yeah, as it's known, and the sleeping period, which um, they change positions. What I'm saying is, is the top one always the top one? Pretty much. Well, the top one's always the top one when it's in empty mode, mm-hmm. and when it's in sleep mode, it's always the bottom one. Explain that. I think I've got that the wrong way around. Do you turn your pillows around? Not around. Oh, this is getting really complicated. This is <laughs> the only point, two pillows. This is the point I was trying to make. Just make your point because I'm getting confused. I was listening to a podcast and it's two people were talking. One of them said, how come you only have a plain pillowcase on your bottom pillow and you have yeah, a fancy the one, one, put, on your top? The one that put you Yeah, it, yeah. one's for show, one's for, I was going to say dough, Some, but that makes no yeah. sense. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now you've got to edit. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Everyone's going to see what you're really like. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, so, the, so the situation was, is I have that, I have my white pillowcase and my fancy pillowcase and the fancy one is on top. I see a Power Rangers one is on top <laughs> and you're playing, you're yeah. playing ones on bottom. Exactly. Cause I've seen your jamas. <laughs> you got matchy matchy. Haven't you? I have a relative and when he was young, he used to watch the Powder Puff Girls. Yeah. Did yeah. you also watch that? No. Okay. Of course I didn't. So the point I'm making is, you've got two pillows, surely you would like, you've got four combinations of which yes, one you you're right, you which have. one you sleep on and which side and a of that. bit of rotation. But we don't rotate our pillows, why on earth not? I do if it's hot, and then I rotate to get the cool side. Okay. We all do that, don't we? Mm. Not through the winter though, no. No. I thought you were going to say some kind of, you have to change them like, you know. No, 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 no. More, than, just... every, more than two weeks, every two weeks. No, it just, it just, just seems strange to me that that we just seem to... It is, yeah, you're right, because you have the decorative one on the top, and yeah. you, you, go, you go to work. Well, 
Samsung mikä Windows middle name. Look up work better. Yeah. But it's odd, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to leave the room now and not look at this room and make it nice to look at yeah. and not be here. Yeah. And yeah, when, when I'm in it, in an intense kind of, you know, you know <laughs> sleeping. But, but I, bedrooms are weird, aren't they? Yeah. You might as well just have a completely plain white cube with a mattress. Yeah. And that is it. Yes. Right? There's no point in having decorative things. Cause you, you don't you're need not space a, at the side of the bed. Yes. The room should be a bed. We had this chat, didn't we? we like, did. you know, people go, wow, I'd like a nice big bedroom. What the fuck for? Hmm. What do you do? Laps of your bed. Hmm. You know, a bit of exercise in the morning. You're not. You, you, you no. go into the room, very rare, and then when, you know, very rarely, don't you? Mm-hmm. Maybe to change and you go out again, and then mm-hmm. you sleep in it, mm-hmm. spend a good eight hours in it, but with your eyes closed. It's bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Why did we need to make them look nice? If we're going to do anything decorative, where it should be on the ceiling. Or in your, inside your eyelids. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Should we move on? Yeah. Uh, but you're okay, are you? Yeah. Uh, I won't see you tomorrow morning. No. For training. Because big day. Yeah, it is a big day. Yeah. I'm quite nervous. nervous. Yeah, I am a bit Get nervous. Get that dopamine going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there'll be plenty of that. Um, but I will see you at five, won't I? Mm-hmm. For training. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still a big deal in Tunisia, you know. I know. They can't get enough. I know. But when you look at the stats, Tunisia's right down the bottom. No, it's North Africa. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Not that good. No. <laughs> um, it's not... It's weird. We're like... There's UK, America, Germany. What's this ranking by what? Uh, audience. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Got and you. then China have made an appearance. Mm. Yeah. Since I've got a thousand views on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> that's slagging off of Chinese you've been dibbing. They put um, a limit on gaming time for children. Hmm. Good. Really? Yeah. Are you trying to get the Chinese listenership up? What, I, what's the, what you to be about? honest, if you look at the, the what's happening in China, it's like 1950s Britain. Yeah. Oh, and you think that's good? Yep. Was 1950s Britain good, was it? Well, you oh, wouldn't even I was know. Only but... young. <laughs> <laughs> you in here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. So, okay, carry on. Uh, no, we're yeah, Tunisia into... is low in our list of countries, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But, but high. So, when you kind of click, um, like... In our in our stats package, hmm. uh, you click last month, and you hit Tunisia. We um, let me. I'll go in reverse order, shall I? Mm-hmm. I'll start with Finland. Uh, we peaked peak position in the last month of seventy three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Germany, one hundred. What in the charts? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know any of this. This yeah, is okay. this is for all. Uh, so this is Apple Podcasts yeah. mental health. Mm-hmm. Hundred. That's all right, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Great Britain, mm. two hundred twenty six. You think of all the shit that's out there, right? And we're in 226. That's good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, India, 119. Mm-hmm. Doing quite well there. Um, Japan, 113. This, this is peak. We're probably not there now, but mm. I'm just, you know, just for clarity. Singapore, 56. Uh, Sweden, which we did all right. We were doing all right there once upon a yeah. time, 197. And then Tunisia, um, we peaked at 42. But sometime this year, we have actually made it Top three, I Top think. Top three, yeah. Yeah. I got a little bit of feedback because the Tunisian one has been the two positivity ones, hasn't it? Mm. It's done really well there and then started yeah. going back up. Amelia pointed out that our positivity ones didn't really have any positivity. And <laughs> Amelia. She said, you start, and I, I like, I, that was my response. And she went, you started off about Sean well, like, Locke dying. 
Yeah, I think we were celebrating his life in a positive way, weren't we? Yeah. I think she might have a point. Did, I'm she, listen to, did she listen to it? Did she get past that bit? <laughs> <laughs> what about the other 58 minutes <laughs> of absolute gut? There was okay. Positivity. I I, you don't, it's you, relative, we, isn't it? For us, not crying <laughs> is positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turning up. <laughs> That's absolutely true. But yeah. yeah, we've always said we're not, you know, that we're not the shock jock radio DJs, are we? No. So um, clearly not. Um, so I've got, I've got a couple of things I want your opinion of. You don't know what I'm going to throw no. at you. I'm going to throw Good, at you. I love it's this. current affairs. Is it like a quiz? <laughs> if, you, if you really want. Can we make it into a quiz? Would you like to win? Yeah. How many points? <laughs> Go on then. Three questions. Okay. Total of three points. Okay. And I'm not playing. Okay. Um, I just, I'm going to read, um, I'll read something and I'd like you to respond. Okay. In, in a timely manner, because mm-hmm. I'm not editing. <laughs> Please. Uh, Donald Trump is creating his own social media platform called Truth Social. Yep. Any thoughts on that? Um, the yeah. only thoughts I have on that is that due to um, a blip in the continuum, someone managed to get in before it had been launched and took the name Donald at Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I probably kicked him out, haven't they, already? Yep. Yeah. So I don't really have any thoughts on it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, any any kind of opinions on the name? Truth Social? Nope. Okay. Really? Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Living that live. <laughs> um, um, an early version of his latest venture, Truth Social, will be open to invited guests next month and will have a nationwide rollout within the first three months of 2022. According to a statement by Trump Media and uh, Technology Group, TMTG. Mm. He can't stop making companies, can he? Um, Mr. Trump wrote, We live in a world where the Taliban has a huge presence on Twitter, yet your favourite American president, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't knock him for being, no. being a complete no. tool, can you? He's <laughs> funny. Um, where your favourite American president has been silenced. I think he's got a valid point, mm. hasn't he? I think he's got a valid point. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he also said, everyone asks me, why doesn't someone stand up to big tech? Well, we will be soon, he added. Good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Always in favour of the little man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, he's got little hands, hasn't he? Oh, that's Jeremy Beadle. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bill Gates and Boris Johnson mm-hmm. have buddied up. In love pact. <laughs> in love pact, yeah. Um, any thoughts on that? Um, you said in a timely manner. I mean, you can't not have an opinion on this. Or, or would your mm, thing be, "I told you so"? I think I knew I, he'd be knocking around, sniffing around, getting his little kind of, you know, I Microsoft think, fingers I, in everything. I think it's the fact that it every single thing. So, so there's something I'm going to put on Insta um, later this evening. Oh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! It's a cartoon, and. Um, it's a load of sheep in a field yeah. and there's a great big billboard of a wolf and it says, <laughs> I'm going to come and eat you all. And the, 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 the sheep are just grazing. Mm-hmm. And I think that sums up exactly where we are at the moment, that there is no need to have any pretense mm-hmm. of respectability or that stuff, are, stuff isn't corrupt. If you remember on this podcast many months ago, I mentioned a guy called name I've never forgotten. I think it's Owen Patterson. Mm. He was a Shropshire, a Conservative MP in Shropshire. I think, I hope I got the name wrong, right? 
Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a conservative. This MP. is our truth, Mark. Yeah. And um, he was a um, consultant for Randox, who oh, were going to get involved yes. in some clinical supplies. Oh, oh. He's just been basically kicked out of the House of Commons for 30 days for 30 days. excessive lobbying. Right. And that was the company that... So someone's had enough of him. He's just been pushing... Going, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can, can I have? Can I have? And at the time, when I mentioned on the podcast, it was like, why is someone who's in Shropshire mm. lobbying for mm. a company that he has no connection with and no expertise and no medical background? Right, yeah. And now he's been chucked out for going at it a bit too hard. Days. It's like standing outside the classroom, isn't it? And think about what you've done. And come, <laughs> yeah. back at, come back at the end of term or something. It's not... I think the but... word they use was... Um, Egregious, E-G-R-E-G-I-O-U-S. Right. Egregious, egregious. Is that the... Yeah, I mean, if we can do that live on air without any editing. (laughs) Egregious. 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 Um, We we haven't done one of those days for a while, have we? No, we haven't. Egregious. 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 Not egregious. Zero egregious. (laughs) There was no accent with that. Egregious. Uh, Outstandingly bad shocking. Yeah, well, that's how he is. So, yeah, that is. Go right. away and think what you've done. Right. Okay. Do it one more time then. I've just let, just closed the tab okay. down. Egregious. <laughs> um, so, ahead of COP26, this is a new partnership with Catalyst. Um, what? I do this a lot, and I normally edit out. Mm-hmm. But I paste, copy and paste from websites. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, it's word for word. I read it, read it back in. None of it makes sense. And I find that a lot. And I find some of the, when I used to kind of, you know, the last ep- lot of episodes I've done this. Because the grammar's so poor? Yes. Or? He just, none of it, he can't, yeah, it reads really badly. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to read it. No, just I don't look like a fool. They can't put an effort in. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, he's going to, uh, he's going to help, he's going to help save the world, isn't he, Bill Gates? Uh, and uh, the last thing I wanted to talk to you about, hopefully you have a bit more of an opinion on this, Mark. <laughs> This is going really well, isn't it? Yeah. I want you to kind of bang the table and go, this is, you know, Quinton de Kock. Yes. Now, I'm, I'm, talk, I'm reading this story because I think his name's hilarious. Yes. Anyone who puts D-E in front of their last name makes me laugh all the time. Um, <laughs> so Quinton de Kock is a uh, South African cricketer. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the title is Quint- Quinton de Kock refuses to take the knee and pulls out of the West Indies game. Yes. I don't think that was... You said that with a straight face. We played it with a straight bat, didn't you? Oh, see what we've done there? Yeah. Yeah. I threw you a spinner. You, you, just... you do know that that is loaded with sexual innuendo. You do realise that. What? Quentin? What's... It's, it's an oral sex reference. You do know that. What is? What you've just read out. Uh... Taking the knee, oral to cock, pulling out. <laughs> I say, Quentin, de... this is on the BBC. It can't be innuendo. No, you so know. So Quentin de Cock refuses you're to take the, you're knee. You're playing the bloody Bobby Ball to my <laughs> Tommy Cannon, aren't you? <laughs> and pulls out of West Indies game. Hmm. Honestly, a gutter mind, haven't you? He. Um, so any any views on that? Yeah, the, the the one view I have on that is that the I've read what the South African. Um, quickening association said mm-hmm. and it was basically you got to do it yeah you might not want to but they left it quite late yeah in terms of telling the team mm. um, and they and also knew that he wasn't a supporter of it yeah mm. um i also saw something today from someone i follow um of a medical someone had gone in for a medical procedure 
and the the door of the, the, the place they went, it wasn't actually a hospital, it was like a health centre, had said, masks must be worn, no exemptions. Right. And the person went in and went, well, I've got an exemption. And they, right. went, they went, no. Yeah. And they wouldn't do the procedure. Oh. Um, so I think that's in the similar vein, that if somebody makes a rule that it's our way or the highway, mm. then, then there isn't sort of any grey area. But you yeah, but it's good. It's good in some way because it's clear, rather than you know. If you think of all the messages we've had over the last couple of I years, I guess it's clear. But do you know what I mean? I, I'm all for people going. No, this is you know. It's like a landlord, isn't it? Going, you know, you're an idiot. You're pissed up. Yeah, my pub, right? Yeah. That it's his place. It's his rules. I have to respect that. So it's, I, I kind of get that idea. It's a different example, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So he he he. And I, the thing I wanted to point out was just because he said no, that the the assumption is then that he is a non-supporter of what that, what's called the political gesture stands for. Yeah. Which he probably isn't. But the assumption is because he didn't He's anti it, the gesture. It's like at the football, if people are booing, that means they are the opposite. Yeah. Rather than they just don't think it's appropriate that they're doing that at their football game. Yeah. It doesn't mean they're, they're racist or they don't support the causes that all these mm-hmm. football play. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's... It, it can't just be that black and white. I was listening to the radio on Saturday and they were saying, and I hadn't heard this, it was the start of a match and it said, uh, the players are taking the knee and then the guy read out something that obviously mm-hmm. he'd been told, um, something like a gesture that is to show their support for all forms of discrimination. Yeah. And I thought, Wait, no. so what we're doing is going, I don't like discriminating. The assumption should be that people don't like discriminating and taking a knee doesn't mean you're not discriminating. It means you're doing what you're told. Yeah. Your actions rather than your gestures and your words yeah. should show you don't discriminate. And this is one of the things. Yeah. So he, he so Quint, Quint is, is being discriminated. I mean, he, he chose not to take part, yes. but if, if he didn't do it, he would have been kicked out anyway. So it would have been discriminating because of his views. Yes. So that's the whole thing's ironic, isn't it? Is that, well, is that your point? Yeah. Well, the, the the irony goes a bit further. When I worked in probation and prison service, we used to have something that would say, we will not discriminate on any grounds. And then it would list all the grounds in the world. Um, not cricket grounds. But it would be, I always, I actually, I actually questioned that at the time. And I said, surely that's tautology. You just go, the, 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 the mission statement is, we do not discriminate. Yeah. By listing what you do not discriminate against <laughs> means, means you are discriminated against, against the people you are. don't list. Yeah, yeah. So my view as a person, as an individual, as a human, is that I hope in my life I would not mm. discriminate against yeah. any group yeah. unless I felt that that group was going to harm me or yeah. uh, you know, harm people I love or whatever it was. But to 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 take away... Exactly your point. The discrimination was then against that person having yeah. Yeah. the ability to express their views. Yeah. So you're being discriminatory. Yeah, absolutely. If someone doesn't. It also became about, you know, social injustice. It's like, hold on, is there any more other things? You know, fine, we, let's lump all the other things in with it as well. Yeah. So actually what the gesture of it taking the knee isn't about those things. So let's have a different gesture. Mm-hmm. Let's stand back and go, how can we... How can we do something that covers all of these, you know, do you know what I mean? It covers all of these things because the actual gesture has to do with something very specific. Mm-hmm. I guess it goes back to Kaepernick, doesn't it? With the national anthem yeah. and the NFL. Yeah. You know, if we want to go into that, police brutality and all that kind of, you know, that's what that was about. 
and then BLM care, which wasn't about, yeah, it wasn't, it's in the same, same area, but the specifics of where the BLM stuff came from last year, mm-hmm. um, and George Floyd, that, that's what, that's the root cause where everyone, all this goes back to mm-hmm. when, yeah. when they say, what is, you go on the BBC, what mm-hmm. is taking the knee? And it takes you right back to last year. Yeah. Um, but, but the, the taking the knee is, is from, from two or three years ago now. Yeah, and and BLM is a very specific ethnic they're, group. They're all, yeah, they're it all good. Yeah, it's to do and with America and yeah, they've all got their and they're all, they're all trying to do the the right thing. But you can see why him going. I, I don't believe in that gesture. It isn't him just throwing the baby out of the bathwater, is it? No, but I, just one last thing I'd like, and I did bring this up in the last part, and I just want to mention it again. Mm-hmm. When we go and have the World Cup in Qatar, yeah two things are going to spring to mind. There will be calls for some recognition of the people that have died in the building of the stadiums and building in the infrastructure. So if we do not discriminate, if that's what the gesture is and the World Cup to say, yeah, we're going to continue to take the knee to show we do not discriminate, except the migrant workers, because we have discriminated against them yeah. because we haven't provided safety and we haven't provided proper um, you know, working environments. Yeah. So you have discriminated. People have died because you haven't yeah. helped look after them. Yeah. So maybe you need to do a separate gesture <laughs> to say this won't happen again. That's the first thing. Yeah. The second thing is that the uh, Qatari rule for um, basically sex between over 16-year-olds um, from the same sex is mm-hmm. up to seven years imprisonment. So I'm now thinking that you're going to have People who are clearly making a stand, mm. football associations mm. and football players, yeah, about yeah. how there must not be discrimination, doing it on a piece of grass in a country where you can get locked up for same sex, which means it it's mm. worthless. Yeah, because all you're doing is doing a knee. Your actions are not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. So yeah, so it, it is the, the, so word, the word gesture, gesture is right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what have you got there, Mark, in front of you? This is my um, is it your workings. It's my what's the word? Pracy, pracy yeah. of Mr. Huberman. Right. Would you like to introduce Mr. Huberman? Yeah. And We're going to go Huberman. Hey, Huberman, he is. So, Andrew Huberman. Andrew Huberman. This this was um. Literally, I just looked at a tweet and somebody went. It was a tweet. Knew it. Yeah. And this this person <laughs> went. This guy's brilliant, and I've heard the name before. I'm. It, it had been in my mind to look him up, and I never had, mm. and so I did. And he is brilliant. Um, and as I put here, his I guess, podcasts were long, from what you were saying, two and a quarter hours. Ooh. Yeah, and he does. He's on his own, on his own with no breaks. What he does not stop talking for like, two and a quarter hours. Excuse me, I'm just going to go to the toilet, and off he pops. No, nope. He must edit. I know how this it, works. I don't. Th- you listen to it. I don't think he edits. <laughs> just, does he take a breath? You can hear his dog farting in the background. <laughs> he doesn't let it. So what I've written was that occasionally within all the mire of social media, you come across a rare jewel of someone who's able to hold your attention while simultaneously explaining things you don't fully understand. Mm. And I think that's the beauty. I actually feel intellectual when I'm listening to him because mm. I'm sort of nodding sagely to stuff I don't understand. Oh, but I your chest up. Yeah, he'll, knowledge. He'll, he'll go, oh, hippocampus. And I go, yeah, I, I, I've, I've said that. <laughs> I've said that with, with, with far less conviction and still felt as good. Um, so he's a professor of neurobiology and ophthalmology. Ophthalmology. 
That's bird watching, isn't it? Orth- orth- oh, crikey. Ophthalmology. Yeah, I- oh, eyes. Eyes. No editing. Um, at the Stanford School of Medicine. So I'm going to speak about 10, 12 minutes to distill part, just part one of his podcasts um, and to give a whistle-stop tour to the dopamine system. Mm. And I think we haven't really decided this, but I was thinking back in an early pod, we went, we're not going to be the sort of pod who goes, or oh, you should really read someone's book and then talk about the book and not do anything. Yeah, or I've just listened to this podcast and spend an hour yes. talking about someone's podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I accept that that's what's happening, but I do think there's a public service here that, that, <laughs> that allows two this. and a quarter hours is a long time. Yeah. So I want to just distill some of it. So, um, like I said, I think it will give um, a proper scientific insight to some of the factors you and I often discuss um mm. we also discussed that we'd like to do something on addiction and i yeah. think this actually leads to the last bit of what i'm going to say today actually leads into the link between dopamine and addiction cool. um so i think that is very relevant awesome. okay great um and so one of the things that I was just sort of wanted to get out at the beginning is that i think there's been a, a, a misunderstanding that dopamine is somehow some sort of spark of pleasure and enjoyment that if you can get it you feel good yeah um and what he said that isn't the sort of adjectives he would use so it's it's and we've referenced the social dilemma a lot the the article on that uh the documentary on netflix yes and it goes into it a little bit but but the way it kind of presents it is that hit of euphoria yes you do something and it gives you that almost like a morphine injection when you're in hospital (laughs) yeah yeah a hit of that's pretty a bad bad example but you you click it and it's goes in it's into you and, yeah. you're like, and it's doing something yeah yeah really bad example <laughs> no it's not that thing i can think of but it's i mean i think it's the co- the content text the idea that isn't it that hit. you do something and then you get the hit of it yeah yeah is, is the common kind of and when we get to the end of this when we talk about addiction one of the things is is that dopamine induced addiction gets to the point of you continually need that hit mm. but your body you can't go on forever yeah um so you might chase it mm. but the saturation means you can't find it. Mm. Um, so he's going to show us the full context in which dopamine influences our behaviour. So what I was deciding when I was listening to this was to pull out things that I think either we've referenced or alluded to or things that people could go, all right, I'll give that a try. Or I'll have a little look at that. So it's, it's a sort of pointer rather than trying to be um, a science lecture. So one of the things he said was um, a piece of... Um, research that was done around placing um uh people doing research in warm cool or cold water and seeing the effect and two reasons i brought this up they measured um through blood draw things like cortisol dopamine and this i oh, i'm gonna have to play this my puncture my punctuation my pronunciation of words at the moment <laughs> i'm really struggling so that's right i'm gonna play this um are you hot? Is it hot in here? It suddenly got hot. I'm hot. I'm going to open a window. Okay. Should I play some music? Yeah. Do we need some music? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, so this is the word... No, not getting it. Epinephrine. Epinephrine. It's 
it's the sort of real real name for adrenaline. So we're going to call it adrenaline from now on, but I wanted to use it at least once. All right. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, so looking at the blood, they looked at things like cortisol, dopamine, and adrenaline. Yeah. And... What happened was that cold water, and this is this is interesting because we've alluded a little bit to Wim Hof, but we haven't really gone there. Yes, cold showers. We've looked at cold showers. We also looked, if you can remember, at the dive reflex. Dive? Yeah. Yeah, this, this, the forehead, water, yeah. cold water on the forehead. And yeah. I also mentioned during therapy of that person, uh, the, the, the person who was in Palestine when there was those bombs. And you did on, on your... Someone said, like, just go away and put some cold yeah, water on the, yeah. the, the middle in front of your face. Yeah. So what happened was that after 15 minutes after immersion in the cold water, um, dopamine rose up to two and a half times above the baseline. And I'll talk about baseline in a minute. And it also sustained after you got out of the water. So all this sort of um, positive news that's been given a bit about cold water treatments and stuff seems to... But the the thing I raised this at the beginning is that I guess from social media and other things, my thought about dopamine was chocolate, red wine, sex, you know, um, not all roller coaster. Order. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> all together. at the same time. <laughs> you don't want to spill your wine. And um, but this this is a, a, something that you wouldn't necessarily think. And this is, yeah. I think, why it isn't just a pleasure response. It's around motivation, desire, satisfaction, yeah. craving, and striving. I guess I don't. I'm not. I'm not preempting anything. But I don't, is there any other things that prolong it for that for for as long as cold water does? Um, it's certainly up there amongst the longest. Like yeah. a squat, something that keeps working after you finish doing it. Yeah. Well, nice reference. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You're welcome. Good. Um, so I mentioned that again because we have um, alluded to it. Yeah. So. He actually says that the dopamine hit is a misnomer. The body uses dopamine by having a base level of dopamine constantly in your body. Mm. And that is formed by genetic things, um, I think some environmental things. So we all have this baseline. And why that's important is that the key element of the production of dopamine is your contrast to your baseline. Yeah, and we're all different, I guess. Yeah. So we've got loads of it, yeah. some of it, none of it. And some people will be on what seems like a constant mm. high and have mm. this sort of certain level of striving and craving mm. and obsessional stuff mm. and other yeah, people yeah, won't. Yeah. Um, so what he says is that, that that level of dopamine has a really big um, effect on determining your mood and motivation. But it's the peaks but also the troughs on either side of that baseline mm-hmm. that, that determine your more extreme moods. Mm-hmm. Um, so what he says is when you crave something desirable or exciting or pleasurable, that actually provokes the dopamine, um, the rise in dopamine levels. It isn't purely, it's, it can be the anticipation of something. Yeah. So what he was saying is that quite often the, the, the dopamine hit isn't like, oh, I feel good. It's striving or planning for something mm. or getting. So he was using the example of caveman who needs to go out and forage. Mm-hmm. It's it's that which gets you up. It's the dopamine which goes right. I'm now going to you know strive and I'm going to I, I crave food, so I need to strive and go out and do it. Adrenaline provides the energy mm-hmm. that gets you off your so, your ass. So dopamine is the motivation. Exactly the motivation. The adrenaline is the fuel to do it. Yeah. So that's why we yeah we often get confused that. Dopamine is, is is an outcome. Yes. 
rather yes. than a, I guess, a precursor. And there's a couple of things when we're going to look at the things that you can can either do or ingest or whatever to mm-hmm. to increase dopamine. That that on one example, the striving for that particular behaviour is as strong as hit as the behaviour itself. So mm-hmm. it's the anticipation. Yeah. Um, so he said here that dopamine has everything to do with how you feel now. But it also has everything to do with what's gone before. So this is the baseline. So basically, we're not looking at constants. We're not looking at a constant amount of dopamine that if you have a bit more, you stay high and stay high and stay high. That comes yeah. to the point where you're saturating. And I guess as it's like something to do with nature. Or, or they might, sorry. Yeah, go on. Sorry. No, I was going to say that. Or it might not have any kind of level of um, being sustained, I guess but you might think it is so yes. like you have anticipation about having chocolate then you have yes. it that doesn't necessarily mean every time you're having the you, you might not even get a dopamine hit from having the chocolate it, it's not a, it's not nailed on is what i'm saying but the anticipation of it yes you have it you have another one isn't going to in, you know increase that anymore or no because I'm, it's the anticipation that's given you the hit rather than the actual thing itself yeah and actually unless it, unless having it uh, that probably releases other kind of chemicals as well doesn't it yeah, but it, it, that, well, no. But what when we're said, talking about dopamine specifically, yeah, what you said is really interesting because he gave an example of going into a restaurant. He said, if someone goes this, he said he eats croissant all the time, and he said <laughs> someone, <laughs> he said that someone had said to him, this place, it's an Italian bakery, and wherever he lives, is off the scale, and he said his anticipation of finding mm. an off the scale croissant mm, yeah. was like exciting. <laughs> when he got there. It was almost doomed to failure, yeah. Because unless yeah. it was like the nectar of the gods, <laughs> so it was like the dopamine bit it yeah. didn't come from the croissant. Yeah, it, it came from the, the anticipation of having it. Mm. Um, so it's called this is a sciencey bit. It's called a neural modulator, and it influences the communication of a whole bunch of neurons. Mm. He compared it to like a coordinated dance. Um, there's there's some other bits which I think is called neurotransmissions, where it's two neurons speaking to each other. He said this is a much bigger. It's bringing in other things mm. including adrenaline and that okay. um so he keeps using certain things which i'm going to repeat because i think it's interesting he said mindset energy and accomplishment all these words are what he uses with dopamine mm-hmm. as well as motivate motivation drive and craving and also time perception um i'm not going to cover it now but it was really mm. interesting that your perception of time which i think is that i'm guessing is that bit where god I thought I'd only been here mm. 10 minutes, but I've been here two hours because I was having a good time. Yeah, right. So you can understand why time, mm. when you're not probably getting dopamine, drags, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah. Um, so just repeating what I said, because this is important, how exciting or how pleasurable an experience is doesn't just depend on the height of that peak, mm. but the height of the peak relative to the baseline. Yeah. So if you increase your baseline and increase the peak, this won't raise your level. So it's the contrast, it's the difference Makes between sense. where you start and yeah. where, where you get to. Um, so the key is optimizing that ratio between the baseline and the peak. So the point he was saying on that is that if you're between low and high um, dopamine, it'll depend on your recent high or low dopamine experience about how... Um, what thrill you get something and this this explains why you can do the same thing on different days and one makes mm. you excited and one yeah, is like yeah. so it's this contrast between where you are so it's what's happened that in your body lo- before. that makes a load of sense and i think that will to people won't it yes yeah you know, you go, i've done the same thing even if i did i did it the day before 
yeah. it's not feeling as good. I'm again, yeah. Know. And sometimes it's hard to explain yeah. why. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering whether just using this on a training is is mm. a couple of people this week have gone. I don't feel very strong today. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe they've had a hard day yeah. and their perception of their strength is low because their dopamine is low. Yeah. yeah. They aren't any weaker than they were. 24 hours ago yeah that is not that isn't possible is yeah it? yeah um so what he was saying is about how to schedule dopamine so we are going to do a little bit um on that we're just going to look at what what where dopamine can be put into your schedule and okay. how to control proactively it. yeah so the first thing that i just wanted to say before we look at um actual things that you can use to increase dopamine was um how they found out that it was um around motivation and craving mm. and it was or one of the ways they found out was an experiment with rats and they put rats into a cage and they basically taught them to push a lever down and it released food mm -hmm. and the food came out the rats ate it and every time they wanted food they did the lever what they then did is blocked the neurons so that, that any dopamine in their body um, wasn't activated mm -hmm. so it took away the dopamine they put them back in the cage they pressed the lever and the food came out and they ate it. So what they then thought was, well, okay. they're eating not because of the pleasure of the dopamine. They're not eating because of the thrill. They're eating because they're, they're hungry, hungry and, they, yeah, and yeah. it's food. They then yeah, I'm really struggling to kind of assimilate yeah, that rat. It's like, it's, it's like great <laughs> oh, you got nothing out of it. What's wrong with you, <laughs> weirdo? <laughs> um, so they then moved the, the rats further away from the implement with the lever and yeah. the rats didn't move towards the lever. Huh. The, the, the striving, the craving went. So it was that dopamine was the motivation to move to get the food, oh. which is quite an interesting perception. Yeah, okay, because right. when we're, I was thinking about this in terms of clients and training and the number of clients have gone, I want you to motivate me. And I'm thinking mm. if we knew more about how motivation worked through dopamine, yeah. we can almost use chemicals yeah. to our advantage to get into yeah. a position where we do feel motivated yeah and um, i'm sometimes i've no idea what gets me to training in the morning <laughs> yeah. or, i'm thinking what makes you stay there what is, what we, <laughs> yeah. i'm just thinking what, what's 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 my i mean you know it's a it's a credit to your your services <laughs> clearly isn't it that i'm i'm i have that much anticipation and adrenaline buzzing around you my body said, to get me i there. don't know why i'm here <laughs> i'm questioning my I, very existence you know, i get there I'm like well, i got here now i'm, I'm a bit stuck job, as to job what. done <laughs> yeah so we're just going to run through a few things i don't want to overrun on this so basically these are averages but they're they're true in the the effect that um you say they are <laughs> in fact, the general, you're not going to have every person in the world responding to yeah, chocolate yeah, the yeah. same, but as a general rule. Yes. So he says that chocolate increases your baseline by one and a half times mm -hmm. and no difference between milk and dark. And <laughs> Well, no, but the reason I'm saying that... No, I'm sorry, Chuck, it's, there's, a, there's a conversation here about milk, you know, milk and dark. Well, the, reason, tickled I'm, me. I'm the reason I'm saying is a lot of people are having dark chocolate because I think they've been sold... A little bit like the red wine or oh, dark chocolate. Yeah. Dark yeah. chocolate is just full of fat. That's why I think it gives you a bit of more of a buzz in right. certain things, not necessarily around dopamine. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate tends to last in seconds or minutes. And I think the example I gave to you last week is I think it's chocolate is the key one with the law of diminishing returns. Mm -hmm. I found myself the other day eating a big piece of chocolate, had about 10 pieces, had a couple left. 
it wasn't doing anything. I felt mm. slightly sick. So you ate them. So I ate them. <laughs> of course you did. But I think that's very much around my addictive personality, like in the vain hope. But also your competitive personality. Yeah, those, not going to be defeated by, <laughs> by those two little yeah. punks. Yeah. Um, sex is two times above baseline. And whether it's the act or the pursuit of, uh-huh. it is equal, uh-huh. near enough. Um, the other thing, which I didn't get through because he's done another podcast, is that different aspects of sex have different effects on dopamine. Mm. Um, and I gave, I think I mentioned this, the example of the American president going to the chicken farm and being shown the rooster mm-hmm. and the farmer saying, this rooster has sex about a thousand times a day. Mm-hmm. And the president's wife going, or oh, you could take some notes. I yeah. think it's Coolidge, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And him saying, but he has a different hen every time. Yeah. And there was a lot talk and talk Did he get about. slapped? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he got hen pecked. I think the reason I'm bringing that up is that there's um, mm. a lot around novelty in this. Yes. So if you keep eating chocolate, yeah. the novelty, yeah. you know, there has to be this contrast. Yeah. It can't just be. I, I mean, think, I think it's probably why we get the stuff with like popping candy in it and, and jelly beans and just, to, you know, just to spice things up a little bit. But that is interesting. No, that's seriously interesting. Well, Cadbury's have gone nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, everyone's a fruit and nut case. They, well, they have, haven't they? They've gone mad. Everything's on, combinations now, isn't yeah, it? You don't and, just get you know, chocolate. J- Joan from, you know, Solly Hill has created a new flavour, Vote on Jane's flavour. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, they're tapping into that aren't they yeah mm. nicotine two and a half times so above chocolate and sex especially when smoked it's different when smoked as opposed to patches and things like that okay but it's very very short lived mm-hmm. hence chain smoking in terms that it wears off you go so back you and get going. another hit yeah, yeah and for all of these this is where the addiction bit's going to come in when we talk about yeah, it yeah because there's di- there's there's diminishing <clears throat> returns and then there, you're saying there isn't there's also examples where you can keep Unless I've got this wrong. If I kept eating chocolate, I'd suggest that my any high or whatever I was getting from that wouldn't wouldn't be sustained the more no. I ate it. No. Whereas if I chain smoked, that would. No. Because there's still... a, because that's more of a chemical kind of... Or would there be a point where your baseline suddenly catches up with... So it's two times your... But you, you smoke so much, your baseline increases. Yes. Therefore, um... you've got to smoke more to kind of... Because that was always the way anyone, especially when the police came into the primary school and, expect, and talked about drugs. Yeah. They said, well, it gives you a high. But then when you come back, you come back lower. I mean, um, yeah, you come back lower than your baseline. Exactly. So you take more. And then, you know, and it's that kind of idea that you you have to take more just to get back to where you were. Yeah. I mean, you're sort of right and you're wrong. You're right mm, in obviously. terms that the craving for this cigarette has given me a buzz. Therefore, yeah. I need more buzz. But what happens, and I know this from my own addiction, is that you get to the point where there, there isn't any feasible way you can continue to have another high. Yeah. Because your body, your mind, everything is saturated and yeah. totally worn down. But I think what happens, from my own personal point of view, is that I got to the point of going, eight hours ago, I got a high from this. I'm mm. going to keep trying. Yeah. It's out there somewhere. Yeah, But if I analysed the last six hours of my addiction <laughs> i didn't get a buzz from that yeah right. all i was doing was chasing 
you know something that was yeah. in, invisible and yeah, impossible yeah. to uh, to yeah. obtain. Mm. But I think you are right. He was saying that chemical ingestion seems to be a lot more consistent with people around the world. So nicotine two and a half, cocaine two and a half. Well, it would make more sense about alcohol, drug addiction over, you know, chocolate. Yes. You know. Yeah. But so they're you know sex addicts, aren't they? And yeah, you know. or binge eating, binge eating yeah, yeah. as well is much more of a mental thing. Yes, they're into dire consequences and all that. Yeah. Um, amphetamines were times ten. Whoa. So I gotta get me some of those. <laughs> no, no joke. That's a joke. No. We did talk about that. Was a we did talk about it a little while ago. Well, getting some drugs. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, we did. What, and just having a little go. Yeah. Oh, like the buffet of drugs. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, my mum had a go at me for that. Did she? You can invite her this day. Yeah. <laughs> or the fact you've got a new dealer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get off my patch. <laughs> Nicotine patch. <laughs> oh, Mark. Okay. Sorry, let me get to this. So this. One of the things that he um, talked about, and this, this really made sense in terms of favourite mugs and all the other mm. shit we've talked about, <laughs> was um, he had a... what. It's a, called a pilot pen. It's the pilot's the mate. Yeah. And he said, I've got this in my hand. And he said, if um, I engage and talk to you now about it mm. and look at it and concentrate on it, he said, I love this, this pen and mm. the way it writes and blah, blah, blah. And he said, that can have an effect on the rewarding effect. It can have, um, you can almost sort of get more by engaging more with what you're doing. So he said you can get a buzz by going, God, this is a lovely pen and I love the way it feels. Okay. And we've talked about that on other pods about sort of, and he was saying this is where journaling is. He said if you start recording and writing down how good it was to hold that pen. You're going to get into mindfulness as well, aren't you? Yeah. I'm thinking about your shower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not We haven't been in there together. I'm thinking about you having your shower, yeah. that you, you know, and you think about the water and, yeah, because I guess that's you kind of trying to get that hit of almost yeah. from anything you're doing, right? Yeah. And is that I think, fair? I think it is fair because I think what's happening is that, and we've talked about ranking before, mm. I think I'm constantly in that position of trying to to maximise what I get even from inan- inanimate objects. Yeah, yeah. Like a sh- I mean? a shampoo it's, bottle. And all yeah, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he says by recording a behaviour, you can increase the, the um, release of dopamine, okay. which is really interesting. Mm. Um, so... Two other little things. I'm going to be very brief. I'm not going to do the whole thing. One is that caffeine will increase the transmission of dopamine. Mm -hmm. But it only increases it by a small amount. But it acts as an accelerant for the neurons to get working on the other stuff. Okay. Um, So it isn't like you're going to get a dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. But it gets everything ready and prepares it. And I just wrote these down. You have a cigarette with a coffee. Yeah. So layering. Yeah, yeah. Sex with cigarettes afterwards, food and coffee and cigarettes. So yeah. it's almost this layering that, yeah. that you're having something that gives you a hit. And I think in the past, cigarettes have always been, I want to keep this going. Yeah, right. Cigarettes always seems to be the, the thing that you tag on to other behaviors, <laughs> yeah. uh, which I thought yeah. was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one thing I'm going to say, which is around rewards. And this is the last thing for training and this is the takeaway. He gave an example of a kindergarten with um, three and four-year-old children were given a load of paper and a load of paints and they picked up the brushes and they painted loads of paintings. They then changed it by putting them in the same room, but every time they'd completed a painting, they gave them a gold star or a small certificate or a reward. After a short period of time, they removed the rewards. The children stopped painting. 
This is the key takeaway. If your rewards are the reason for you doing something, it'll have a negative effect. So the last one I'm going to do is exercise on that scale is 1.5. Right. So a little bit below sex, pretty similar to chocolate. If you do not subjectively, because it's very hard to measure enjoyment objectively, if you do not subjectively enjoy the activity, the dopamine increases zero. Mm. So what he was saying is people try and enjoy exercise or enjoy the gym by watching EastEnders on the treadmill, by putting on loud music, everyone now wears headphones, by wearing ever-increasing um, clothes that are either more expensive or more fashionable or are going to get validation from other people. Mm, mm. So it's almost like the cigarette being yeah, added yeah, on. Interesting. The other thing he said is that people have pre-workout. Pre-workout has caffeine in, which yeah. is to, to get the dopamine going. However, none of these work. And he said it actually has a negative effect because if you we chase it, it for the reward, yeah. and this is where it's... Or is it a case of it's so grim, <laughs> I'm going to have to make it more bearable it probably comes into it in a little bit doesn't it it? does but but, but your mind knows so you're trying to trick yourself into enjoying it is that what we say the rewards so i'm going to go and try because i guess there's there's a i know what you're saying he says if you if you say it's not bad to have a reward if 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 the reward gets you through training and you've you've achieved something in training but that's a kind of slightly different thing what he was saying is that that is short-termism yes it's like saying if so I go right. to the gym, I can have a pizza. Yes. And he said, if you concentrate on the pizza rather than the process of getting there, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the short term, you might get through it, but it, it isn't lasting. Yeah, and that's sure. the example of the children with the painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's the reward itself, the reward itself doesn't carry enough of a dopamine to keep you going back to the gym four or five times yeah, a yeah, week. Yeah. So maybe you can't force yourself to enjoy the gym. But what you can start to do is, he was saying the no pain, no gain is a very, although it's overused in the wrong way, he was saying you should be hurting, you should be exerting yourself, you should be out of breath, and you should be saying to yourself, thank goodness I'm hurting, thank goodness I'm out of breath, because this is why I'm here, Mm. rather than going, I'm out of breath, but that's okay because I'm going to have a pizza. So you won't be releasing the dopamine. And I think this is why I go back. It's been 42 years that I've been going to gyms. I enjoy nearly every session. Yeah. I don't need rewards. I don't need any other stimulation mm. because I enjoy the exercise. I get my rush of dopamine. Yeah. And that's enough to keep me going every yeah. time. Cool. Cool. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank, no, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, that's it, Mark. I have to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're cold. <laughs> <laughs> Nights are drawing in, aren't they? Mm. And the mornings are drawing out. The mornings draw out or in? Is everything drawing in? If all the clocks go back next week, don't they? Yeah, it's dark. Dark in the mornings, dark in the evenings. Um, Yeah, we're going to have to wrap it up. Mm -hmm. Left everyone on a beautiful takeaway. Not not the pizza. pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far. And thanks for listening to us. Connect with us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, FB. FB? Are you anti-Facebook for a reason? Or just because oh, it's shit? It, it is awful. Hmm. Don't get me wrong. Some the, the community stuff in there, the kind of forums, and, yeah, can be very useful. Connecting with loved ones, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I get all that. But overall, it, it's got a lot to answer for, isn't it? I thought they were going to call it something like Horizon or something like that. Oh, yeah? I don't know. I just heard, I heard something on the grapevine. Um, 
Follow us on Instagram, I think, is probably the uh, call to it's arms, the isn't it? It's the cleanest of the options, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Little, yeah. Too shinier than Facebook. Yeah, we need to do a TikTok. I've got TikTok written here. We need to, can you do a TikTok for us? For a, we what, we for might people have to, to we, watch? We, we, yeah, yeah, we might have to show our faces. I think we need to kind of, you know, put ourselves out Ooh, there. You're getting more marketing. <laughs> yeah, we have, we've had this discussion. Hmm. We need to... Yeah. Well, I need some content for that dodgy website, dodgy um, Instagram people, dodgy, didn't I? Who dodgy what? The ones that wanted photos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should just try it out. I think we should... Um, okay. It's going to involve you getting your top off. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that's going to get hits. <laughs> um, so, yeah, search for us at, at I'm Finecast. And um, if you really want to drop us an email or say hello, it's imfinecast at gmail.com. So in the next episode, you've already touched on it, Mark. I think it's a great idea because I think it'll tie in very, very nicely, which is addiction. Mm. We've been trying to get to that for a while, haven't we? So mm. you're happy with that? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. I'd also just like to say a thank you. Mm. Um, we do go on a little bit back the charts because we are fucking needy. But Don't bring me it into was, this. <laughs> it was nice that we disappeared and people have come back to us in really good numbers. Yeah. So I was really, it, it is it is affirming that because hmm. we've been a bit inconsistent, haven't we? People didn't necessarily know when we were coming back. And But yeah, the figures have been people, really good. A lot of people don't follow us on Instagram. They're like, I didn't know you had a podcast out. Like, well, you clearly don't follow us then. You're paying any, any attention. Hmm. Have I just lost a few listeners? No. Having a go at them for not being attentive enough. No, they just like you being angry. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, have you, is that anything official? You've <laughs> I can, I can, I can, I can no, turn no. that on. No, just a couple of people said to me, if you can be funny, try and get them to do another immersion. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't, I, I don't know how to take that. No. Shall I be offended Badly. by that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Right. We'll see you uh, probably in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. See okay. you then. Bye. Bye.